welcome back to Splatter Chatter, where October never dies. We are your hosts, Mr. Craigers and Miss Melmore. And this is episode eight. It is a very exciting episode because it is our first episode of October. Yay! Yay! And we're also sobering. <laughs> and well, we're sober. I can speak again. for myself. I don't know about yeah, I am too. <laughs> so if you've come back to listen to us after our first inaugural installment of Booze and Booze, props to you. <laughs> and if, especially if you followed along and actually watched Splatter. Oh boy. Props to you. So we are back. And in uh, this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about this fall's horror television. Oh, yeah. um, we've sampled a few things. We've watched some things that we no longer watch. <laughs> And some things we have no intention of watching. Some things we'll I just, just don't need to watch. I already know. We already know. Um, yeah. Speaking of, of watching fun things, though, Mr. Eric and I, Ooh. yesterday we watched um, a movie called Joshua. I don't know if anyone out there has seen that. Um, it starred Sam Rockwell and Vera Farmiga, though. Oh, Actress. wait. This is on Netflix, right? I think so. Okay, because I saw me. it when I was perusing. I introduced my but mother to Netflix today. That was a mistake. Um, <laughs> she binged Stranger Things. She nice. just took it down. But yeah, I saw that on there during my perusing. Because I was like, Vera. It was like, it, it was pretty good. It was like a, you know, an evil kid movie and mm. stuff or whatever. He's nine-year-old boy, Sam Rockwell, Vera Farmiga's son. Kind of weird to begin with, and then baby sister is born, and it gets even weirder and creepier and sinister. Oh boy! For a long time, we like couldn't figure out where the movie was going. Like we knew it was it's a creepy game, but it was a creepy kid movie. Yeah. So Mr. Eric was said he was like, "I can't. How's this gonna end?" I was like, I don't know. There was like a part where I thought that maybe he wasn't. Like to the movie's credit, it actually kind of. There's, there's, an, there's an element of mystery to it. You don't ever actually show Joshua being sinister in the way that, like, Damien is shown Hitting doing. people with his tricycle. Creepy shit. Yeah. So it was interesting. I would recommend it if you like, if you like that creepy kid subgenre. That's Vera Vermeera, like. I know. She's, so, She's great. She was good. And yeah, Sam Rob. I great. do remember seeing it because I saw it, and for a hot second I thought it was Bates Motel. Which is on Netflix also, but I saw it it, I was like, oh, she's on, she's got two, she got two things. She's got two things. <laughs> That's two things. Yeah, that was good. And we also watched the original version of The Hitcher, which Ooh. Mr. Eric had never seen, which is one of the best suspense horror movies out there. And the remake was actually really good too. So nice. both recommends for you people listening out there. Um, all right. Well, I guess, I guess before we dive into fall television, we want to say a thank you because Splatter Chatter has received our first listener fan mail. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's out there. Two people are out there. Two people (laughs) out there listening. Two people that aren't friends with us. Yeah. (laughs) We don't actually know these people. You're from Florida. And it was very, very nice. And I have their email right here. And I'm going to read it for you guys right now. Awesome. And it says, hi, Mr. Craigers and Miss Mel. 
That's us. That is us. I just finished listening to episode six, The Blair Witch Bonanza, and I just had to write it. Your review convinced my husband, Brad, and I, hi, Brad, <laughs> not to go see the new BWP movie. That's Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Instead, we saved our cash and watched the last broadcast. We had never heard of it and both ended up loving it. Thanks for the recommendation, Mr. Craigers. You're welcome. <laughs> I think your guys's I think your guys's show is fun and smart. It feels like listening to two old friends chat away about nerdy horror stuff even exactly though I don't know either of you. <laughs> That's exactly our intention. <laughs> we are very excited that you and Brad feel that way. I actually found your show because my husband read Mr. Craig's articles on Don't Look Now and Picnic at Hanging Rock Ooh. on daysleepwithbears.com and then through Twitter. We love both. We love both. You guys misspelled both <laughs> of those films. And we'd love to hear you guys Reading discuss it literally. them on the podcast. I'm sure we will discuss them on the podcast sometime. Yeah. I love those films too. That's why I wrote about them. Craig's not a fan. <laughs> Miss Mel, we think you sound very sweet and cool. <laughs> Mr. Craigers, we think you are charming and funny. We are. I'm putting that in my dating profile. Super, oh no, we, we are super looking forward to all your Halloween coverage, as are we. Wow. We live in Miami, but we always spend. Spend. Was that you? Guys, you no, was that? that was them. <laughs> Just wrote pend. Craig is going to heckle your emails if you. I'm sorry, you guys. You're our, you guys are our only listeners. I shouldn't be heckling you. We live in Miami, but we always spend Halloween in New York. Cool. Ooh. If you go to the Big Apple, we have lots of suggestions for you. Thank you. We are not headed to the Big Apple this year. No. We've, just, we've settled on Philadelphia, but maybe in the future. Also, our vote for your first drunk episode podcast is holidays. See, you guys wrote this before. We, we actually, our, yeah. It's not your Although fault. Although we discussed holidays when we were initially we um, talking about doing it. And um, you guys, that's a good suggestion, you guys, because it's very crappy. <laughs> that would <laughs> You say, we watched it on Netflix and we're very confused. Maybe you guys can make sense of it for us horror novices. I don't know that I could make sense of it for you. <laughs> I've but actually we, not seen it. We would rip it to shreds. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, Brad and I were wondering if someone, if someone wanted to start learning about horror... What 10 or 12 movies would you recommend to watch? We are trying to settle our watch list for next month, where I assume they mean October, (laughs) and what we want to watch. And we said, hey, I bet Splatter Chatter would have some good ideas. We would. We would. Anyway, just wanted to say we love the show, think you have lots of potential, and can't wait to see what's next. Sincerely, Annie and Brad from Miami. This is great. So thank you, Annie and Brad from Miami. That was a very sweet email. It was. We're glad you're listening, and we're glad you like the show. Um, we will take your your question about what ten or twelve movies. Or I'm down on an index card. <laughs> we will. Um, we'll, we'll we'll give you a list in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That way we don't. Don't just start screaming things. I know, right? Because there are some very sort of analytic ones to look at in terms of like, especially when you get into like the genre lenses and looking at like, well, what started Slasher? What started 
found footage, you know, the the sort of urban legend craze in the 90s, you know, it's, there's some originals in there that you definitely want to watch. Um, Absolutely. Before you get into, like, all the movies that it inspired, so. We've got ideas for you. Our wheels are turning. Wheels are turning. Yeah. I got three written down right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, wa- you know, watch whatever you can find now. You know, don't mm-hmm. waste And there are some good ones on Netflix even. Um, Haunter, I think, is still on Netflix. That was a pretty good one. Um, Creep is really good. That's on Netflix. They're making a Creep 2. What else? Event Horizon is on Netflix. Event Horizon. If you're looking for, like, totally crazy sci-fi horror, which is not a super common genre, at least in mainstream stuff, um, Jason Isaacs in this, um, it is a uh, total kind of like Hellraiser in space type movie that yeah has no. That's a good way to <laughs> yeah. It has also like no grounding in any science whatsoever, <laughs> even by like sci-fi standards. But it's a it's a really but you know how you Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a really unique film, so that's a good one that's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hellraiser itself is on Netflix if you can stomach it. Yeah, I th- I think the whole series is well, it, the, all of them used to be on. Yeah. I don't know if they've taken a couple away or not. But um All right. So, I guess what do you say? Is it time to dive in? We can dive right on in. All right. This falls horror television. It's autumn. It's the perfect time for horror television. Which is always so interesting to me because they start at like the end of September, beginning of October. And then by the end of October, it's like the sort of seasonal catch is done. Like we're into Thanksgiving and Christmas now. Like why? Like, and that was the interest. Like, that's what I kind of liked about Slasher on, um, what was it chiller chiller um because they were like it was like in march is that it like aired from like march to june and like it took place like over the summer and then it ended on halloween and i was like i like that like watching that in the middle of spring like before it like filled that like dry spell yeah you know before like horror tends to be really like dry like movie wise in the beginning of the year like a lot of crap comes out and like the good stuff doesn't really show up until, like, summer blockbusters. So it was nice to have Slasher to watch, like, when nothing... When there was nothing... There was, yeah, there was... Theaters. Ne- and there was nothing it had to compete with, either. I mean, like, if you look at... I mean, obviously, they're not going to schedule two of Ryan Murphy's shows on the same night, but, like... Yeah. You might have an issue with, like... I don't know. Two things that air at the same time. <laughs> or just kind of, like, buying your attention and your DVR space... To various now that because it's October second, which means all the bandwagon jumper jumpers are uh, now like gotta gotta get in my my hocus pocus and my spooky shit and all this other stuff. <laughs> so not that we don't love hocus pocus. No, I actually thought about watching it today, but again, my mother discovered Netflix and that kind of just took right over. Took it over. Speaking of taking things over, Ryan Murphy. Yep. 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 There was a big story about him in the most recent issue of Entertainment Weekly. I read it online. 
Yeah. About how clever he thinks he is uh, with this season. Uh-huh. So I guess we're going to start then with the big one then. Yeah. American Horror well. Story. American Horror Story. Now in its sixth season. Mm-hmm. If you are an American Horror Story fan or if you just, I don't know, been aware <laughs> on social media lately. Go into Hot Topic and see the... There was um, quite a shroud of secrecy around season six. Um, the theme was not revealed either, you know... It wasn't even... It just, it just wasn't revealed until... The night of. The and point. it wasn't even clever marketing because it wasn't even like, oh, we hid clues. It was literally like they filmed like 13 different um, genre oh, yeah. themed commercials and then just put them on TV. Because he even said, he's like, yeah, only one of them was like actually correct. It was like, what kind of lazy, like at least be like. But he thinks it's clever yeah. and that's what's so frustrating. Like it's not, it's just douchey. Yeah, because people were like, oh, it's about a swamp, it's about a camp, it's about a poltergeist, it's about a cult. And it was like, okay, they were getting this because there was all these different themed commercials. And then TMZ, like, broke what it was over the summer because they, like, crashed the set and they saw um, people in, like, colonial garb. And they were like, oh, it's going to be about Roanoke. And turns out it was. Um, but, it's like, that's not clever. Like, throwing a bunch of misinformation is not clever marketing. It's just a waste of money. <laughs> no. And it... And he said it, he was just like, oh, like, I, I wanted to, like, mix it up like this because I was bored. Okay, Jared Leto. And it's like, okay. Jared Leto and, and Ryan Murphy and Banksy, I think, would all get along. Right? Well. Maybe they're all the same person. They might be. <laughs> he was like, I was bored. I wanted to, like, redo our format. And I was like, by doing a haunting? Like, literally, American Horror Story does a haunting? Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, there are good, like, there are good horror movies and television shows out there that pay homage to the horror stories that came before them. Like Stranger Things. Yeah. And then there is Ryan Murphy Who with American he, Horror Story. He invented In which them. he just throws as much horror stuff together as possible without any logic or plot. That was the biggest, and that was like most obvious in the second season. Because it's the second season actually started out really solid. I was like, great, it like Asylum's really good, like this is good. And then he was like, yeah, like, on top of the fact that it takes place in an asylum, he's going to throw, you know, the demonic possession trope, aliens, zombie creatures in the forest, mad scientist. Yeah. Um, like Mad Nazi scientist. Mad Nazi, like, a literally. serial killer. And it was funny because one of my friends and I were talking after it was done because we were like, what could they possibly do for the next season? They, like, just literally did everything in this season. Like, at some point, mm -hmm. they touched on everything, and it's like... Dude, slow your like, calm down. That's the thing. It's it, it's too much. It's like, and he just he doesn't try to hide it. All the stuff that he steals from. Yeah. You know, oh my god, it was so bad in hotel. It's just it's so blatant. Like that's not that's not paying an homage. That's not like a clever nod here and there. That that's just stealing it and then like presenting it as your own. Like he has. Nothing he's ever done has been an original thought. No. He just steals. From reality, from fiction, he just 
steals. Yep. And it's not like I hate how people wet themselves over him and his <laughs> shows. They're not good. The one thing that he has going for him that is the only thing that makes Scream Queens occasionally tolerable is like the fact that he can write these sort of humorous uh, one-liners alluding to pop culture. But you can't make that your entire show. Right. Those are definite highlights, but it can like, it can sour. And I don't think it's, that's happened on Scream Queens, but I feel like that's what happened on Glee. Oh yeah. Glee where eventually got, yeah. it was just them like vomiting <clears throat> as much pop culture, mm-hmm. like one-liners as they could. <clears throat> and that's all the show was. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen so much. Obviously American Horror is a different tone, but he keeps using the same, sure. all, the same tricks and he keeps casting the same yeah. white dude in 15 different roles. <laughs> we have a feeling we know where Ryan Murphy's grinder profile mm-hmm. looks like. Um, but no, it, and it's so funny how like a, people like Extreme Creams doesn't do super great in the ratings and like it doesn't have as much of a following and stuff or whatever, but he's doing the same things in both of his horror shows. I I used to um write recaps for Scream Queens during the first season and I remember there was this girl who very quickly turned out to be like a Ryan Murphy fan because <clears throat> she commented on the recaps on the website I was writing for and her icon was Rachel Berry and I clicked on her name and it took me oh. to her Google Plus profile, which is like oh my. Rachel Berry stuff everywhere. But she was like berating me for like yelling about how awful Scream Queens was and how it was like a work of satire. And I was like, oh no, oh no. It thinks no, no. it's a work of satire. It thinks it does. It, it it doesn't ever get there. No. <laughs> um, yeah, because it promises that, much in the same way that, like, American Horror Story promises so much intensity, and then it delivers none of that. And it when it tries to do it, it does it all, like, it has the same jump scares every single time. Like, he does the same camera work with these jump scares, the same sort of sound effects. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... It's so it's so dry now. Like I'm so bored with it. It is. I just I didn't even watch this week. So I need to watch. I did, and then I was like, ugh. Um, but like I think back, like okay, remember back in season one mm-hmm. <laughs> where um, the one episode it ended with the rubber man, and he was standing right behind Connie Britton mm-hmm. in the hall. I think it was it might have been Baby Farmiga. The not good Farmiga. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and like they turn around and they screamed and yeah. like that's how the episode ended. Yeah. And then everyone was like, oh my God, like next week, like shit's going to go down. Like he's going to attack her and blah, 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 blah. And then next week when the episode starts, he just like runs away. Yeah. I remember that. He like, and, he and like bitched out. Yeah. And that was my first clue <laughs> that I was like, not going to be a Ryan Murphy fan. Because yeah. it was literally like, what the fuck was that? And that just, I feel like, encapsulates so, is, so well Ryan Murphy as a creative person. He promises so much, and he never really gives you And he all promises of it. it because he genuinely, like, believes his own hype. Oh, like, yeah. He totally 100% is like, yeah, like, I create these things, and I'm going to do this thing, and we're going to play with the format. And I'm like, Like, and that's the thing. You didn't play with the format because you just basically gave us a lens, an extra lens to watch this season. Like, with the the dramatizations of 
of the story. Like, I'm literally just watching American Horror Story. It's just I'm told that Sarah Paulson is playing the character that Lily Wright is also playing. Like, it's literally just another filter over over that stuff. And honestly, like, I'm more interested in hearing Lily Wright talk about what happened than right. I am about watching it because I also am not, like, a fan of Cuba Gooding Jr. <sighs> He's okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. know freak out over him either and he's like the new ryan murphy it child now yeah because he was that he uh, played oj oj american crime story which i didn't Um, watch i did not either but it's supposed to be very very good yeah i've actually heard it was good but that does not mean i'm gonna watch it (laughs) yeah i know yeah um and that's he's that's like the next you know part of his empire that he's building he's got feud coming out soon Mm -hmm. also on fx which is going to be an anthology series. Yeah, he each also season like, will deal with two Hollywood divas going at each other. He also like thinks he invented anthology series. series. <laughs> and I'm like, I have news for you, buddy. When you just go back to Dead of Night, 1945, yeah. <laughs> if you want to talk about horror anthologies. Yeah, he like the wit and like I don't. I just. I'm picturing his face and it's making me angry. Yeah. His like college shirts he wears, and he always has sneakers on, even when he's got like khakis. Ugh. For some reason. So he has promised that midway through oh, this yeah. current season of episode American six. Horror Story, there's going to be a big twist. Supposedly, now, episode six. First of all, <laughs> why are you telling people? Yeah. You know what? This is like <laughs> I see these things sometimes, and it's like. List of like fifteen movies with great twists. Yeah, there was a the thing end. on like, like BuzzFeed why? books. It was like one hundred books with good with like t- midway plot twists, and I was like, why? Why would I want to? Why know? would I want to? Why would you want to know that? Because then you know what? When you're reading those books or you're watching those movies, it's not a twist because you're expecting a twist to happen. Yeah, the power of a twist is the unexpected nature behind it. But, of course, Ryan Murphy, who doesn't really understand all that much about story, no. he's like, yeah, my big twist well, that I have. Thing, and, like, you know, my issue with this format, too, is, like, you've now essentially given away, you know, assuming his twist isn't, you know, some ridiculous, stupid, th- well, it's going to be some ridiculous, stupid thing. But, basically, by having these people tell the story, like, we know who lives and who dies, essentially, and who tells right. the story from, um, <laughs> um... Who tells the story? Ryan Murphy. God, could you imagine? Um, You know, because we've got those interviewees. So we know, to a certain extent, like, they make it out of this situation. Like, there's really no stakes in this either. Especially when I know I'm watching a dramatization. Like, there's only so much I'm willing to buy that I'm watching. Right. And that, I feel like, makes this one of the least frightening iterations of the show. Yeah. Because that's part of the reason I'm having such trouble keeping up with it because it's yeah. like, I don't. And it's sad because, well, you know, I kind of think this every year, but this theme could have had a lot of potential to yeah. do something cool. Like at first when I saw it, I was like, okay, this, this is happening. This is interesting. The first episode, I was like, all right. But the second episode, like I had nothing to say. Like, cause I do recaps about this too. And I was like, I have nothing to say. Like it was just last week again. Yeah. So, yeah. So unless this twist is truly as extraordinary as he's claiming it is, I don't, 
know that uh, I've seen the first three seasons completely through, and I, I dropped off halfway through seasons four and five. Yeah, I did not. The only season I didn't watch was Carnival or Freak Show, whatever the fuck it was called. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, I, did, I watched like the first five episodes, and then yeah. I was like, "This is five episodes too many." Yeah. Um, I watched all the other seasons though. Um, meanwhile. On the other end of the Murphy spectrum, Scream Queens is a shit show. <laughs> I watched the season premiere. Yeah. I just, I don't... Which, if you if you watch the first season of Scream Queens, you haven't started the second season, it's essentially the same thing again. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. switched from a college campus to a hospital. There's still a pregnant... There was still, yes, there was still a crime that took a murder, more or less, I guess. Someone died no, he because of neglect. He, like, he like, like yeah. shot him full of something. Like 20 years before the current story. Um, we have a new masked serial killer. Essentially the Red Devil, again, but this time green. The green meanie. And, um... A decent clump of characters are back. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's Dean Munch, Emma Roberts is the Chanel, the other two Chanel's Chad and Leah Michelle. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, Hester. Yes, what's her character's Neck name? Neck brace. Oh, um, and on some new characters, Zayday Williams is back. Oh, yes, I'm. <laughs> she's so boring and irrelevant. I Zayday forgot. Zayday Williams. Zayday Williams, and then um, yes, and. And um, Niecy Nash as Denise Hempfield. Now, special agent. <laughs> I knew that Zayday Williams. <laughs> Zayday Williams. That is literally the only thing that kept me watching that show. Was right? special agent. Well, at the time, it was security guard. Security guard. Denise Hempfield and Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, yeah. I watch for her, too. She's good. That's it. And, uh, yeah, John Stamos and Taylor Lautner are joining the cast as doctors at the hospital. And, um... Taylor Lautner's, like, 12. I know. medical school. Any other noticeable new... I feel like I'm forgetting another new character. But maybe not. I don't... I honestly could not. I don't know. So that is the premise of, uh, of season two of Scream Queens, which... Oh, (laughs) She, I was like, Dean Munch was doing something other than being Dean. She opened a hospital. Yeah, she yeah she's she's like the uh, she like owns this hospital now because sure. She what did she she got an honorary degree from the University of Pittsburgh after they revoked it from she did <laughs> from, which the University of Pittsburgh if you don't know is Miss Melanie's alma mater. Oh, yep. <laughs> so we're thrilled I'm thrilled that. that that happened. <laughs> She said it in effect. She's like, I, I did not get that honorary degree from the University of Pittsburgh after they revoked it from Bill Cosby. <laughs> and that was that was actually fairly funny. Um, so yeah, it's 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 the same season all over. It again. is. It's just uh, the Chanel's have not de- like developed. Um, they're like they're the exact same characters. They still think they're being funny with Billy Lord's earmuffs. Yeah, they're not. <clears throat> yeah, literally. Nothing. Yeah, and, and and I get you know that it, it it leans more in the comedy than it does the horror. I I understand that. I understand what it's trying to do, what it wants to be. But 
even in a ridiculous sort of comedy horror like Scream Queens, you still have to develop your characters. And the thing is, is they never do, never establish the line where it's like, okay, because especially it's you see it in Zayday's character. Like that's um, the one who does it the most is like they've got these situations where she'll suddenly take something super seriously and super rationally and like respond to a situation like a human being. And then two seconds later, somebody's doing something completely ridiculous and irrational. And like that's mm-hmm. also part of the world. So it's like really jarring tones because it's like, is it supposed to be a total satire joke or is it like trying to like be scream where there's points where it's very serious like i don't right and i think i think it wants to be scream oh it does it 100 thinks it's scream but in classic ryan murphy fashion it's falling short of a line um yeah i mean i've Watch both episodes? Three episodes? How long has it been on? I don't remember. Um, It should be the third episode this week, I think. This week, okay. So I watched both episodes. The formula's the same. The characters are the same. I, the jokes are fairly decent still, so I'll give them that. I, I did like the one where they were <laughs> pissing and moaning in the backyard because nobody would give them their HBO Go password. Go password. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and you know, they just have to be careful, like we said earlier, not to fall into that glee trap where the show has to be carried on those jokes. Yeah. Such. I don't, it's, it's a strange, strange jarring. It's a strange jarring. I will say that, that I can see myself finishing out this season of Scream Queens but not finishing out this season of American Horror Story. Oh my God, it's such a like. <laughs> it's like you can turn your brain off during Scream Queens because you're like, yeah, this is garbage. Like, and yeah. let it go at that. Like, with American Horror Story, like, it's too involved. It is too involved. So- Even in this new concept season, which it should be very simple. Yeah, no, 100%. I just well Ryan Murphy TV shows will continue to do what they do do what they do and um yeah they're pretty much dominating the market when it comes to horror television yeah. this fall um of course what will crush them both eventually um when it returns in just a week or so is um, season seven of The Walking Dead. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, I did not finish season six. I still have to catch up. So I, I'm i hesitant to talk too much about The Walking Dead on the show right now. Um, I know how it ends. The cliffhanger from season six. The appearance of Lucy. Um, I'm also familiar with the comics, so I'm pretty sure I know who Lucy's <laughs> victim was. But, uh, I watched half of the first episode of um, The Walking Dead, and that was about as far. <laughs> you didn't get farther than no, that. No, I don't know why. I just couldn't. Couldn't. I do it. I had a I have a very love hate relationship with The Walking Dead. Um, I kind of have to watch it in spurts. Spurts of binge watching. I can't. I can't really do the week to week thing. It just sometimes it's too slow for me. Mm. Um. But I, I do think overall it, it is 
it is a good show, a very good show. Um, I'm also kind of over zombies. Yeah, everyone's kind of over zombies at this point. Um, definitely, it was big, it happened, and now we don't really. There's so, so much. Like, I'm probably not going to watch that. any zombie movies this October. No, I mean, maybe Night of the Living Dead just because, like, you know. <sighs> Could be. Classic. But, yeah, classic. no, zombie. And that was interesting because that was the thing, too. We mentioned with Scarehouse, they used to have that Pittsburgh zombies thing for a couple years, and now they mm-hmm. don't anymore because everyone's kind of over, it. over zombies. Yeah. Except the hardcore Walking Dead fans. And if you're a hardcore Walking Dead fan and you're listening, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, we're just not. <laughs> My sister is a super uh, hardcore Walking Dead fan. Mr. Eric really likes it. I won't hold that against so. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, of course, to be looking for the... Um, New season of Supernatural. Ooh. I, I love Supernatural. I uh, have thought about watching it so many times, but just haven't. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's, it's going to be a commitment if you decide to dive in. Um, because this the new season that starts, gosh, in a, I can't remember when. Maybe this week. I don't know. Is going to be season 12. Oh, shit. So, Yeah. A lot's been going on. I will say, though, you know, I, I've, I've stuck with it through the dark times of season six and seven. And last season, season 11, was actually pretty good. The overall story, not so great. The standalone <clears throat> episodes, solid. And no show in their 11th season should have as many solid episodes as Supernatural. No season should be in their, or no show should be in their 11th season. Interesting. Problem number one. Interesting. But if you're going to be in your 11th season, like, I was glad to see that it had as many strong episodes as it did. So I will be watching in season 12. Tweet at us and let us know if you're going to be watching season 12 or if you think I'm a total idiot. For sticking with the show that long. Yeah. I, um, I've caught it in bits before because I remember the first time I ever watched it, I was shocked at how deep that one dude's voice is. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Jensen Ackles. Yeah, because um, they would actually play it when I used to work at um, Dick's Sporting Goods. Like, we put TNT on sometimes in the morning because I guess they had some sports on occasionally, but more often than not, it was... Well, his voice has gotten deeper as the show's gone on. Probably because he's like, <laughs> oh, he's like super aware of it. So he's like, every so season it's, it's like, we have to do the, yeah, the natural thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, we have a friend who's a super diehard fan of it. Yeah. Um, hi, Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Um, but yeah, I mean, much like Buffy, this show was supposed mm. to end in its fifth season. Buffy only did two more seasons before it was like, yeah, we should like wrap it up and here we are in season 12 of supernatural here we are in season 12 of supernatural it's the cw's cash cow yeah and both of the leads are still at the moment willing to do it so i don't think it's going anywhere and that's the thing about shows on the cw and way back when when it was the wb is like that's a network where it has a very low bar for ratings so you could very much be performing below average comparatively to the rest of network television but for the cw like you're a okay. gold mine so that is why supernatural will keep going 
Supernatural is the last remaining holdover from the WB. Yeah. Because it's ever... 12 Yeah, because 12 it's on its 12th season. season. <laughs> like, go figure. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, to uh, lead Sam and Dean, they said that they, they want to see the show get to 300 episodes. Um, so they're both balls. committed. I think... I think that would take them to like the middle of season 14. Holy crap. So buckle. Even in. Game of Thrones was like, yeah, we're capping it at like 80 episodes. <laughs> I know. Like right? Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. And they could make money yeah. forever. But um, different world. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, another show that is going on right now. I, at least as far as I know, it could have been canceled for all I know, is Fox's new series, The Exorcist. Oh and you know what? I didn't know it was happening, but I saw the mass market re-release of The Exorcist with a really stupid looking cover. And I was like, why is this? Turns out it was the poster for the TV series. Um, I want to say premiered two weeks ago. Yeah. I know the ratings dropped like a lot by the second episode, like 30% or something. Oh boy. Um, and guys, listen, it, its original slot was on Friday night. Yeah, no, you That's the setting death. up for, for failure. Yeah. I was so happy when I heard Glee got moved to the Friday night death slot. For- <laughs> I know. This show started on that, so. This show started there. So I don't think it's going to be around for a long time. Miss Mel and I did not watch it. I Nope. I might check out the premiere, but I don't think it's going to be worth it. The trailers alone made me go, ugh. <laughs> I- um... And I don't even, like, it has nothing to do with the films. I think it just takes place in the same universe. Yeah, it's literally just it. cashing in on the... The name. The cultural associations of one of the scariest horror films ever made. Yeah. If you're out there listening and you are watching The Exorcist and you're loving it, let <laughs> us know. Be our Exorcist insider. Yeah. I mean, you know. We welcome controversial opinions. Because we're going to have them. Yeah. And so, I think other than now... Oh, wait, I um, thought of one. Wait, is it back on? Ash versus Evil Dead? No, but that is a thing, too. That was trending on just Twitter. I just happened to think of that now. Because I think Ash versus Evil Dead has started season two. Yeah, because that was just trending on Twitter about yay ago before we started. Yeah. I don't have stars, but I really want to watch it. So I don't have stars either. And they don't have a fun little HBO Go. I know. <laughs> equivalent. Um, Scream on MTV. Yeah, well... Did that happen already? Yeah, I was going to say, I I don't know when that happened. Although, season two was just put up on Netflix. Oh, well, now... Yeah, it aired in the summer. Gotcha. And they just put it on Netflix now. Um, I kind of really like what MTV is doing with Scream. It was not... I expected it to be total garbage, and even after watching the first episode, I was like, this is garbage. But, like, I... Three or four episodes in, I was like, this is not bad. Yeah. And and season two did a pretty solid job as like a second mm-hmm. crack at it. I mean, you can tell the people that are doing it care about it. Yeah. Like, and this is like very much like the way you do 
an homage because this is a screen this tv show has nothing to do with scream it literally just takes the name and kind of like the template of um this is less i think parody than actual scream was it only comes up a couple times that they're aware that they're in a horror movie yeah <laughs> and it doesn't come up in a super humorous way um because they have that one comment in the first season about how you can't make a slasher tv series um yeah every once in a while you get noah kind of acting as our randy figure yeah to like help us get meta and like ease into the parody yeah but for the most part it's pretty serious yeah but it works no, i mean no. like it, it's you know it's an mtv show it's full of teeny boppers yeah and but, they, um, they play an array of music yeah. each week but it's fun. It's a fun show, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just they finished their second season last summer. Both seasons are now on Netflix. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Yeah. Especially if you like you, yourself some slashers. Yeah. So, in terms of fall television, <laughs> fall I television. think we've hit the big ones. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to, like, there's really nothing else. Oh, by the way, I looked up AMC's um, October schedule. Uh, the Fear Fest schedule? Not super impressive. You know, they've been getting so crappy in recent it, years. It doesn't even really start until the middle of this week, because they're counting their start October 1st being their massive marathon of The Walking Dead. To prep for the new season. For, like, five days straight. It's Ugh. nothing but The Walking Dead. And then, like... Thursday or something it's like um they're playing Hellboy and the mummy and then the mummy returns is kicking off their their movies and then they have a bunch of days where a weird like horror action segue I don't know what they're I have doing no idea I was like Hellboy um and then uh there's like a bunch of days that say like film's not yet scheduled <laughs> oh no so, I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they've uh, ended their love affair with uh, Jason X, but... I don't... I know. I usually count on that, like, <laughs> later installment And you know what's Jason funny? Jason Marathon. No matter what happens, when I switch over to AMC, not only is Jason X always on, it's always on the same point in the movie. <laughs> It's like when you turn the part on Goblet where he of generates. Yeah, Jason. and it's like when you turn on Goblet of Fire, and no matter what, it's always, it's always the middle the of the task. <laughs> the second task, like no matter what, like it's always the second task. That's what happens when I put on AMC in October. It's always the same part of Jason X. God, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna throw it in there at some point. They have to. It's a... probably a child's play marathon. Mm. I should look. I wonder what Chiller, if they're doing any sort of interesting stuff. They play some well, good the, the, um, gem I, films. Yeah. I bet they will. Uh, same with uh, TCM, Turner Classic Movies. Yeah. They'll play some, you know, good, good horror movies if you catch them at the right time in October. Yeah. Um, Actually, that's how I first, Chiller was how I first watched The Bay. I like the Bay. Um, they also recently played um, Crave Encounters. I yeah. like Crave Encounters. Yeah. Um, not the second one. Not the second one. They do play the second one sometimes. Um, yeah, Chiller is like the place to go for like random indie 
horror films or like the upteenth sequel of some like original because yeah. they'd love to play Candyman 3 on Chiller. <laughs> um, and they play like during the day if you catch it during the week on like a Monday or something and it's like for some reason you find yourself at noon and watching TV. They'll play like reruns of The Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, um, mm. a bunch of other stuff. X-Files. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I keep yawning well, in everyone's ears. <laughs> we will have to do a... Well, maybe it'll, we'll just do seasonal horror television episodes whenever yeah. we'll do... One thing... Whenever they come around. Because... I was uh, thinking, and I'm trying to remember quite what it was because I thought of it at the beginning of the podcast, is um we could do kind of a series of... Like specific films in a genre this month that you know, that we would recommend that sort of thing because it's like and we've talked about doing it before just in general like top five slashers top five paranormal top five demonic child stuff and that sort of thing we could do that at any point but um true if there are things that you people want to hear us do this October. Give us a tweet or an email, like Annie and Brad. Yeah, be like Annie and Brad. Compliment yeah. us. <laughs> Compliment us. Because <gasps> uh, yeah, Miss Mel and I are gonna iron out our October schedule. Yeah, yeah. We um, I'm actually gonna be. It's funny because when we are geographically close, we actually can't record a podcast. <laughs> Because I'm going to be staying with Miss Mel is going to be staying with me this weekend, and we but probably and won't record. We can't record because my recording <laughs> software is on my desktop computer, and yep. I'm not lugging that with me. The I'm <laughs> setting it up in Craig's apartment. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could do some some fun things if people like on Twitter or something. Some fun things. Fun things are going to happen this month because it's October. Yeah. And if you guys are listening to this, you probably love October as much as we do. And we're really excited yeah. for the show, for the stuff we're going to do, oh, the we reviews talked. we've got coming. We had a long conversation yesterday about what to do for our Halloween, and we were quite excited. We are quite excited. His, literal, his literal text was like, I see it. I see the vision. I'm sold. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, maybe we'll lie. Like, we'll, we might hit up some stuff in D.C. or just sit in Craig's apartment and watch scary movies. We could live tweet some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You'd feel like you're there. You'll, yes, there will. We'll still be present. We'll still be present. And have presents for you. And you should give us presents. In the form of emails. In the form of emails. iTunes and then, we'll, and then we'll read them like we did with Annie and Brad. We will. We, will. we also got an iTunes review, but it doesn't count because that is a friend of mine. Uh, I figured it out pretty quick. <laughs> um, well, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't tell her to do it. She literally did it on her own. I didn't even know she was listening. Oh, that's, so well, that's like a half a point. Yeah, us. it's like a half a point. Like, and we she didn't like even a point and a half. She didn't even tell me that she did it. Like, we have not discussed that she did it, and I've talked to her since then. I just she's got she put a review nice. of the podcast. So if you would like to put semi more real reviews, feel free, or just cool. rate it. You don't have to write anything out. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, that's cool. But yeah, it's always nice to know you're not speaking to the void. We know there's at least two people. I know. Outside of our three We made it all the way to Florida. We did. Miami. Yeah. Florida man. Do you know Florida man? (laughs) Do they know? Are they 
Do they know the the, the famous Florida man? All right. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have some casual updates on horror television as the seasons progress, as the or Exorcist, at least as long as we keep watching. As The Exorcist does not get past its mid-season finale. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. And then coming at you next, we'll... Well, we'll have something. Some Halloween shit. Halloween shit. Oh, and we will have, we'll try to have our 10 or 12 movies. Yes. For beginners to check out. Got my list. A la the request of Annie and Brad. Yeah. So, um. That could be a whole podcast in itself, actually. That could be. Because we both know we will take 10 years to talk about each individual. Probably. Oh, that might be the next episode, guys. That might be episode nine. Look at Annie and Brad, just puppet masters. (laughs) We could talk about Puppet Master. (laughs) (laughs) We're spitballing. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you again for listening. I think we've talked your ears off quite enough Mm. for for this episode. So for now, we will say adios. Contact info. You did this last time. I did this last time. (laughs) I didn't give you guys our contact info. This is Miss Mel's job from now on. Miss Mel. (laughs) <laughs> take it away all right so what do we got we got so gmail that nice place where annie and brad uh sent an email and you can do and get heckled if you typo mm-hmm. um by craig and somebody who has dyslexia um, <laughs> who will probably just read it wrong and like think you typoed and like make a huge okay. deal out of it and look so like either way dead. you're gonna get heckled <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway our gmail is splatter chatter 669 at gmail.com yes. figure it out we're like s- Annie and Brad. <laughs> like Annie and Brad because we're still locked out of that other one. Yeah, we're probably never getting back in. 1,000 years from now, when humanity has ceased, that email account will still be locked down. Um, on Twitter, we are regular Splatter Chatter, though. We are Splatter Chatter 666 minus the vowels, but you can just type it regular in the search bar and we will shop- pop up for those of you who are vowel-challenged consonant challenge um we are on tumblr which i should probably update a little bit more um splatter chatter that's his most job yeah it is craig doesn't understand tumblr i don't know he's old and jaded um splatter chatter demisexuals i don't know oh my god that's all i know about tumblr (laughs) yeah no that's a that's a that's a thing um splatter chatter dot tumblr dot com and then Craig has got a nifty little blog going, which Annie and Brad probably know about, considering Brad saw some of his stuff before, um, which is Bladder Chatter 666, six, 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 um, at um, And we've got links to all that in various places, pretty much all over Twitter, if that's all you can find. <laughs> you can yeah. go from there. Okay. Um, but send us things, um, and we'll talk about them, and we'll and maybe have an entire episode now devoted to um, some topics you send in. You could end up with a whole episode dedicated to your dedicated question. to you. And you tell your friends. Jeanette. Anyway. All right. Now you can do your thing. Now we can sign off. <laughs> okay. Now, for real, you have our contact information, and we will say adios. Mm-hmm. Au revoir. Das das das